Hospitals are removing crucifixes so they can't be used to beat the staff. Darrell Hall gets a restraining order against John Oates and shots fired after a golden shower incident at a hotel. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast in the galaxy. Yeah, and happy holidays to you. Let's do it. Catholic hospitals are removing the crucifixes so that they can't be used to beat the staff. A Catholic healthcare system operating hospitals in both the states of Illinois and Wisconsin say they're going to do away with crucifixes in a bid to prevent attacks on the staff. But how will you keep the vampires away, guys? This is a big concern. Got to keep them vampires away. I guess they can just load up on the old garlic. Uh, This decision to remove crucifixes applies both to wooden and metal crucifixes. (laughs) Are there a lot of wooden crucifixes being... (laughs) There's a lot of wooden crucifixes out there. Still. What about the stone ones? I'm sure there's some stone crucifixes that are two millennia old. The removal of these crucifixes, a.k.a. weaponry, comes in response to, quote, the changing healthcare landscape and the general increase in healthcare workers experiencing workplace, workplace violence. Well, I've covered a lot of stories about workplace violence. I have heard of workplace violence even in hospitals, but Never heard of uh, workplace violence centered around crucifixions, crucifixes. Maybe there's crucifixions as well. Just be thankful they're not crucifying the workers, actually, now that I think of it. They're only getting beat with the crucifixes, and, and the wooden ones probably don't hurt that bad. This story is insane, because what about the other weapons that are inside the hospital? Uh, you're acting as though the staff can't be beaten with the IV poles, which are metal and quite long. Somebody told me there's even scalpels in hospitals, and that's got to hurt, more so than a wooden crucifix, I'd imagine. Now, it says when asked, there was no specific incident cited by the hospitals as the catalyst for the move. I think you can find the incident. Just look for the nurse that's got the shape of a cross on the side of her head. That'll be, (laughs) that's the catalyst. The statement noted that, quote, safer replacements would be used, but no further details were offered about them. Perhaps they're going to use some foam crucifixes. Removing the crucifixes apparently comes as a a last resort, they say, with the health system stressing that all employees undergo training in, quote, management of aggressive behaviors. And those working directly with patients learn to de-escalate their methods. They're stating that their system also has active shooter trainings, Silent alarms, 24-7 surveillance, emergency phones, and security and law enforcement present at hospitals as well. You would think with all of this going on, the staff wouldn't be beating one another with crucifixes. Healthcare and social services report the highest rates of non-fatal workplace injuries across all sectors, surpassing both manufacturing and construction by well over 100,000 incidents. As patient violence rises, individual health systems and states have taken various actions to protect their workers. From Rhode Island Hospital's anti-violence campaign to the Connecticut Hospital Association's Code of Conduct for Patients and Families. I think what's going on here, and I wasn't able to wrap my head around it because I'm suffering from a cold. I think that it's the patients that are attacking the hospital employees with crucifixes because there's probably one very close to them, very easy access. Just grab the crucifix off the television and swing it at the nurse who isn't, you know, giving you the pain medication that you so need and demand at that moment. 
But again, it doesn't stop the angry patient from grabbing another object that's in the room with them. I mean, uh, I don't think they're paying nurses enough. I'm just going to be honest. This, these, this is tough stuff here. Hospital employees, oh, goodness gracious, the things they have to deal with. It's like hospital employees and airline staff just constantly getting attacked by customers. It's really out of control. But they need a way to keep crucifixes in the hospital. I, you should just have a crucifix closet. That way, you know, in case you have a vampire or one of the patients needs to be exercised, you know, you can... You can have the priest just go to the closet, get the crucifix, conduct the exorcism, and all's well. Daryl Hall gets a restraining order against John Oates in the Hall and Oates legal battle. Man, say it isn't so, guys. I mean, I didn't know that Hall and Oates were in the middle of a legal battle. I tell you, I can't go for that. No can do. Are you guys familiar with Hall and Oates? Iconic band with some hits from the 80s. I love Hall and Oates. I often sing Holland Oates jams at karaoke. They're lovely songs. Holland Oates are apparently embroiled in a confidential legal battle that has led to Daryl Hall actually getting a restraining order against his former music partner, John Oates. Little information about the lawsuit is publicly available, though, as the court documents happen to be sealed. But based on the court records, Hall filed an under disclosed complaint against Oates on November 16th, as well as a motion for a temporary restraining order. He doesn't want Oates coming around, man. Well, these guys are really out of touch with each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, it seems the Nashville Chancery Court confirmed the existence of the lawsuit, but declined further comment because the lawsuit is sealed. So we're getting no information. One can only wonder what's at the basis of this lawsuit. It's probably an argument over residual payments. It's, it's always money, right? It's money. Now, as TMZ points out, though, Hall disparaged Oates on Bill Maher's Club Random podcast recently saying, quote, you think John Oates is my partner? He's my business partner. He's not my creative partner. He went on to say, John and I are brothers, but we are not creative brothers. We are business partners. We made records called Hall and Oates together, but we've always been very separate. And that's a really important thing for me. Well, uh, it's going to be remaining separate for the time being. You got that restraining order, brother. Hall went on to diminish the collaborative aspect of Hall and Oates using the duo's 1980 number one hit Kiss on My List as an example of their apparent creative separation. Daryl Hall says, quote, I did all those harmonies. That's all me. Oates is not credited as a songwriter on Kiss on My List, but is listed as a co-produced as co-produced with Hall. Hall and Oates met in 1967, formed their duo three years later, and have released 18 studio albums. 18! That's a lot. Since their 1972 debut, Whole Oats. Whole Oats? That's very funny. I didn't know they had an album called Whole Oats. The pop R&B duo boasts six number one singles, including many that you know. Maneater, Rich Girl, Out of Touch. Hall and Oates toured together as recently as October 2022, and they released their latest studio album, Home for Christmas, in 2006. Both Hall and Oates have solo recording careers and have toured separately over the years, but the duo has never officially split up. Well, I think you can say they've split up now with this lawsuit and, of course, the restraining order. And I mean, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if Daryl was using some private eyes to watch Oates. Seeing his every move. 
Private eyes. They're watching oats, watching oats, watching oats, watching oats. Yay! Shots fired after a golden shower incident at a hotel. This story is out of Northern York County, Pennsylvania. The police allege that a man who had paid for a sexual encounter with a woman at a motel along Route 30 fired a gun at her vehicle early Sunday morning. Officers responded to a shot-fired call at the motel in Manchester Township and spoke with 34-year-old Brittany Obosity of the York area. Obesity, Obosity, Obosity initially told ah, initially told the police that she was driving from Washington D.C. to an airport in New York City. Obesity, Obesity, Obesity. <laughs> it, it might be Obesity. It's not spelled that way. It'd be a terrible last name if your name was Obesity. And your first name was Ima. Obesity said she was resting in her car in the parking lot when a man approached her vehicle and fired a shot into the car as she left the area. Police said her statements did not make sense and pointed out the inconsistencies to her. Oh, how polite. Ma'am, your, your statements don't, do not make sense. Let me point out the inconsistencies to you. By the way, are you a prostitute? We just should get that out of the way. According to the news release, Obesity then explained that she had a paid sexual encounter with a man at the motel. Uh, during that paid sexual encounter, she had agreed to urinate on this individual. Oh, so this guy got the, uh, he supersized it, is what he did. He got the special. Now afterwards, it says Obesity returned to her vehicle and was getting ready to leave when the man approached her with a handgun. He fired one shot as she drove out of the parking lot. It struck the passenger side of her 2019 Nissan Rogue. Wow. The prostitute obesity has a much better car than I do. That's what I'm learning from this story. And it's not making me feel too good in life. Uh, officers found a spent 9mm shell casing in the parking lot where obesity's vehicle had been parked. Investigators contacted a 66-year-old man from Harrisburg, and he confirmed he had a sexual encounter with obesity. He confirmed. Oh, yeah, the golden shower? Yeah. I'm starting off my holidays right with the golden shower. It's like, I pay it extra for that, but uh, <laughs> maybe he wanted a number two as well. And she didn't give it to him, and so he chased her out to the parking lot. Where's my, where's the extra, where's the number two? I paid for the number two. This, this man from Harrisburg, they're not naming him for some reason. He reportedly told the police that he went into the parking lot after obesity because she had stolen his wallet. After she left, he found his wallet in the parking lot and went back to Harrisburg. Now, apparently the man agreed to meet the investigators, but while he was en route, he was injured in a crash in Harrisburg, according to the, <laughs> the statement. He was taken to an area hospital for treatment. This poor guy, you know, he goes, he meets a prostitute at a lame motel in Pennsylvania. You know, he pays for the extra goods. He gets the golden shower, but he didn't get the extras. And then she, to, to boot, she steals his damn wallet right before Thanksgiving, too. I mean, it's just terrible. Police arrested obesity and charged her with prostitution, false reports, possession of drug paraphernalia. Court records say she has also been charged with theft by unlawful taking. Theft by unlawful taking seems redundant. I mean, it's we just assume if it's theft, it was unlawful taking, right? I mean, is there any kind of theft where you can actually take something lawfully? Very confused with police speak. I think the police need to really just dumb it down for the rest of us. If you feel like leaving, you know you can't go. Why don't you stay until tomorrow? If you want to be free, hey, 
All you got to do is say so. Hey, not bad with my voice all messed up like this, right, guys? I hit some notes in there. Oh, man, I love Holland Oats so much. It makes me sad that they're fighting. I wish they'd get along, drop their lawsuits, drop their restraining orders, and hang out and make beautiful music again. Oh, that music reminds me of my childhood. I want to give a shout out to someone who gave me a nice customer review on Apple Podcasts, also known as iTunes. It's it's Fortnite Cranker, which is a great name. That's a great name. Fortnite Cranker gave me five stars. How generous. Pretty nice around the holidays to get five stars. I've been getting a lot of one-star reviews lately for some reason. People aren't feeling generous this year, but I, I forgive them. There's a lot of pressure this time of year. Financial pressure. You got to hang out with relatives that you just don't want to see. And then you, you, you know you're just going to get fat. You know, you're looking, you're like, I'm just going to get fat. All right, Fortnite Cranker, back to the review. Uh, Fortnite Cranker wrote, funny news. It is great, and I love it very, very good. Yep, very nice. And is funny. And it's funny. And there was some strange font in here that I was... How does a person use one, two, three, four different fonts in the same review? Wow. This individual is very, very technically savvy, but any, nonetheless, I just I appreciate the review, Fortnite Cranker, and I really love your profile name. That's, that's really dope. Appreciate it. Appreciate the five stars. If you guys want to write me a, a review, that helps, because I've been getting so many bad reviews lately. Around the holidays of all times, how, would you, how do you like that? Come on, man. Come on. Anyways, hope uh, you're having a nice Thanksgiving, or you were about to have one, or you had one. I don't know when you're listening to this. But I hope it's a great time. Just want to let you guys know, uh, around this time of year, we're all supposed to give thanks, and we're supposed to state what we give thanks for, and I give thanks for you. I really give thanks for my listeners above anything else, because without my listeners, I wouldn't have anything to go in the closet and record. I mean, I'd have things to record, but who would listen to it? I don't have a motivation to do it, except for that you guys listen to it and like it, and you give me feedback that you're still there, and you're still taking it in. And, uh... That's the only thing that really keeps me going with this. So I just want to tell you I'm thankful for you. Appreciate that. Uh, If you guys want to send me a tip of some sort for the holidays, please feel free to go to weirdafnews.com and click on buy Jonesy a coffee. Buy me a coffee or join the Patreon. It's patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Or you can download the Patreon app on your smartphone and do a search for weirdafnews as well. Those of you who are members of the Patreon, I've... uh, I've put content in there about, what, three days in a row? So I hope you enjoy all that. Maybe more. I think I've put something in there like a week in a row. But anyways, enjoy the stuff that's in there. If you haven't checked it out, there's some cool stuff in there. There's some photos of me with listeners that came to see my show, uh, among other things. And so check that out if you're a member of the patron. And I'll be putting stuff in there over the next few days as well. Maybe I'll put a photo of my uh, Thanksgiving outfit. Can't tell you what it is. You'll have to join the Patreon to find out. All right. If you want to email me, it's funnyjones at gmail.com. Of course, you can always call the show as well. The phone lines is open. Oh, yeah, the phone lines are open, baby. You want to call the show? Oh, this is a perfect throaty situation to do that guy. Who's whoever that guy is? Some radio guy. Oh, yeah, baby. It was kind of like, it's like the Kool-Aid man, but this guy had a, he was on radio. So, all right, you guys want to join my Patreon? Yeah, do it, man. Go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Happy Thanksgiving, baby. Happy turkey.